and they're putting in a different amount of money between them and they don't discuss with them how they're splitting the profits and how they're splitting the losses what happens if there are losses do we say that they split the profits and losses according to the percentages of money that they put in so in this case for example one third, two thirds do we say that if one put in double as much money as the other one when it comes to profits he gets two-thirds of the profits. When it comes to losses, he gets two-thirds of the losses. So almost you look at it as if they've bought, let's say, shares in a company with the money they put in, and therefore that's what they get. Or do you say that, no, the default position is the two partners are going to be working in a partnership together, and therefore the profits and losses get split 50-50 between them. Um, and what happens if the losses are such that a person loses all his money is in Mukhir to pay from his pocket? to compensate his other partner. So the particular shayla which we had here, which is a shayla from Spitz, spoke about a case where two partners came together. One put in 20,000 shekel, one put in 10,000 shekel, <coughs> 10,000 shkolim, and they gave it to a broker, the, the pots of 30,000 shkolim, and they instructed him to buy uh, from two particular companies. So they specify the companies, we'll see if that's relevant later on. They specified the companies from two companies, and he went and he bought 15,000 shkolim shares in one company and 15,000 shkolim shares in the second company. The first company, unfortunately, went bust, and all their money was lost. And the second company, they made the profits from the 15,000 they put in. They managed to sell the shares for 18,000 pounds, and they decided they're splitting up now the partnership and moving on. And the shayla is now, what happens? There's £18,000 left in the pot. They started off with £30,000. How does this get split between the two? Bearing in mind that Reuven put in 20000 shkolim and Shimon put in 10000 shkolim. How, how are we going to allocate what's left? Does anyone have to pay from the, themselves, etc., etc.? So, let's begin the, the, the tshuva inside. He says as follows, tshuva, aleph. If the partners agree between themselves on how to split the profits and losses, or if there's an established minig, what happens in a case when people come together and buy shares with different proportions of money? How to split so the halacha is like we said last week that since this is a heskim between two people the partners come together there's so to speak a contract there's an agreement an understanding that they're entering into a partnership we're not discussing here exactly what kidyonim work to make the partnership become a partnership let's leave that for today but they're coming in they're coming to, to, to do a partnership and and they're putting the money together into a pot if there is something specified, the terms and conditions between them, then whatever the terms and conditions are, that's what they are. And if there isn't, if there's a default minig, what happens in such a case? That would also be the minig, that would be implied terms, the minig will come implied terms. It would be difficult to find uh, a minig for such a thing. It would normally be based on the law. And, you know, it would be interesting what, what, what the law would be in such a case. It, it would be 
unusual, this whole scenario one would think is unusual, that people are putting in money, different proportions, and they're not speaking about how you split the profits and how you split the losses. In my experience, they would have spoken about how you split the profits. Probably not the losses, because right, who goes into Shutters to make losses? But, but uh, at least the profits, you would have thought they would have spoken about before. But here well, they, they assumed it was simple, it was just two thirds. So, so, so that, oh, so, in my experience, sometimes what happens is that each person is so posh to them, their perspective and their take on it, they don't think he even needs mentioning. Doesn't doesn't need mentioning at all because obviously that, that that's what's going to happen. And we've discussed before different examples of how should have gone into a shutras without thinking they need to mention something because it's absolutely blindingly obvious to them that you don't have to state the obvious. So well, here, for example, isn't he stating the obvious here? The first line of his chuba that if they've agreed, then he's stating the obvious. But but the reason he's saying that is be, is because he doesn't want people to read this chuba and think. That, uh, oh, you see, that, 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 this is how it's meant to get split. No, if you specify differently, then there's nothing wrong in halacha. What he's saying is, there are certain halachas, but those are the halachas. Hilchas yeah. ribis. Yeah. You're not allowed to take interest. You can put it in a contract, you're still not allowed to take interest. Yeah. We'll, we'll override the contract with the halacha. Yeah. This is not one of those halachas. It's always of mom, there's no isurim involved. It's just a question of what's the heskim. So if you make a heskim, that's the heskim. If you don't make a heskim, we need to create terms and conditions. Then halacha tells us certain default things. But otherwise, that, that, that's, what you, that's what you're saying. With something like this, where there seems to be shares in a tr- publicly traded company, it's not like, if they're buying a house, they need this fellow's 20 and this fellow's 10 to buy the house. And therefore, I can understand the fellow put in 10 thinks he might get half of it. But here, I mean, it's very hard to see why... Unless there's a certain block purchase that they're making. Unless without something like that, it's very hard to see why the fellow put in the half. It doesn't say that the public company. It says a big company. A big company. It says a big company. It says a big company. Um, I think. Top line. If they're maybe they're if they're not publicly traded shares, I don't know. With a publicly traded share, I I could go with I suppose a bit more commission maybe or something. Basically, I could go with my ten thousand and buy the share. Correct. There's no mal unless you want his muzzle. What, what's the man of mode doing this for shutters? So we're not doing it for shutters. Again, again, part of these these challenges we learn for the cases, but more to bring open the sugars. It would be it would be I think as you're saying a mokish machishayla when it's a shutters who are going into something to do something together and they're not taking salaries and they, and, and you know they're both going to put in all the time together. Just one brings more money than the other. There you can understand more. That if they didn't spell out, there could be a sad 50-50 because we're both putting in our kishkas and our work and maybe forget the one who puts in more money maybe doesn't have as much connections as the other one or maybe he's not as garibbon as the other one or whatever. There are lots of different variants. And we're going to see in, in the Rishonim a lot of these stories they bring out on the Shaila. That the fact that he's now applying this to shares, well, that will be the, next, the last shlav that we get to. But, but first... The loss would always be until you so lose until you lose all your money and we come onto the shadow that you have to pay from your pocket right so for example if they're putting in 10,000 shekel and 20,000 shekel imagine being in one in one project that they're doing together right once the net loss is, is below 20,000 shekel right so now Reuven who put in the 20 
if it's 50-50 loss, you might turn to Shum and say, pay up from your house. Right? And on that, that's that could be a separate shadow we're going to see. Right? Even though we're not, we're not talking from a liberty company point of view. Stum, in, in a shooter's point of view. Because I'm bringing... Because I'm bringing this, this, this is what we're both putting in, knowing we're putting it into the shutters. But I, I never promised to bring from my house. You know, so you expose yourself by putting the money down. I, I, I didn't. Like we said, like we said a number of times before, uh, uh, you, you find really both ends, depending on circumstances, etc., where, where there are sometimes assumptions that one person's bringing the money and, and the other person, and, and he thinks the other person's, he's lending half the money and the other person owes him that money back. And, Half of it, and he'd be personally liable. Sometimes yes, sometimes not. With nothing spoken, nothing, you know. And you should know, I'm not looking for for sympathy or empathy here. But but as a dying, what's most hard is to work out in these situations. Their perspective that they're saying is this: was this their perspective at the time, or is this their perspective when they stopped to think about it for the first time? Now that the music has stopped, and the cookies have crumbled, and and. The chips have fallen in a certain way. That that's obviously, you know, if they look at it one way, they lose big time. They look at it another way, they don't lose as much. Obviously, in stomach, it was the second way. You know, hindsight's a luxury no one has. So sometimes in the interior, that that is taka very difficult to, to ascertain. Is this what was really the kavanas at the time? First of all, even if it was the kavanas at the time, but it wasn't spoken out between the two. You can have a problem, Dorin believe, You know, depending who's musluk, who's whoever. But, but sometimes, even without that, was this really your kavanah at the time? And sometimes you have to tell you where, where people show you lines in contract and try to read it to you like such a pretzel, you know, the, the way it's been convoluted in such a way, and you hope that they've made up that shot now, because if that was the way they really think, then they really have a completely weird way of, of you know, you're being done the so they're just now trying to twist it, the tevasam, but not the really with a straight face, it was written in such a way if that's what they really meant, because Achim you know, whatever. So, here we're saying nothing was spoken about at all. Right? Nothing was spoken about Bechlal. So, let's see. Let's see the children, but more importantly, the Makarius and, 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 and the Nesikainim, Shukhnoch, etc. So, base. If there was no agreement between them at all on how to split it up, there's no such Bechlal, what should happen. They should divide it according to the amount of partners there. So if there's two partners, 50-50. If there's three partners, one-third each on the profits and on the losses. And we don't go after the amount of money that each one's put in. However, if the entire investment that any one of them has put in has, has been lost. So let's say they lose all the money, then each of them lose the money they put in. But the one who lost more, so in this case, Reuben who put in 20, doesn't have a right to go back to Shimon and say, pay me five. Because really, really, you know, you should be in it for the, the losses. There's a net loss of 30, you only lost 10, I lost 20, you pay me back 5, and then we both lost 15. He doesn't have a right to do that. So why is it all it's, That's the same as well. No, it's not the same. Because even though they're in it for the losses, 50-50, that's only up to the money they've each put in. Once you go beyond the money that Shimon's put in, he's not in, the, in it for losses, 50-50, beyond the money he's put in. No, I understand, but 
the first one, if we say 50-50, it's also we assuming that we're not looking depending on how much they put. So again, they, they, they put in 1.20, 1.10. So you could have said... If there's a net loss of 10, what happens? That it's a proportion. And we say no. Correct. Well, since they didn't say, we just look... 50-50. So we don't looking at the money that they put. Right. However, however, Ulam, yeah. that which we say that Shimon's in it for 50% of the losses is only up to a maximum of the money that he's actually invested. But he doesn't have to pay from his pocket to, to make it 50% mm-hmm. of the losses all the way. No, it's not in line. Ulam, it's not. That means we're not looking at what money they put in. We're just looking. We, it's irrelevant how much money they put. They don't get in. It is. It, no, it is relevant how much they put in because Sorry? it is relevant how much they put in right. because if Shimon was in at fifty percent of the losses, full stop, then when they lose thirty, he'd have to pay five from his pocket. No, but I'm saying in the Revach, we said we're not looking Correct. at how much they put in. Correct. So if we're not looking at how much they put in. We're just looking how many shots we have we divide. So here as well, we're not looking, there's no, not sad that he should pay from his pocket. Because we're not looking at how, how much no, money they put in. But in we're the, looking how many shots they are. Part of base is the profits and part of base is the losses. On the losses we're saying, Ruben and Shimon should lose the same amount. Irrelevant of how much money they put in. Now if Ruben and Shimon should lose the same amount, then if the entire 30 is lost, they should also lose the same amount, and Shimon should lose 15, and Ruben should lose 15, which means Shimon should pay 5 to Ruben. So you're saying on that, Ulam, no, we don't go as a vite on the losses. On the losses, we're only saying 50-50 up to the amount of money that they put in, but not beyond, they're not a couple more than that. Don't, don't hear? Okay. Uh, turning over just to the top before we go, this is where there's a number 5 on the second page. Um, Gimel, the Fichoch, so here's the twist as well in this particular shayla, which I wonder if, if everyone would have said it this way, uh, given enough time to think it through themselves. There's two acquisitions. There's company A and company B, right? We don't look at the net loss. There was, there was 30,000 put in here. There's 18,000 left in the pocket. So we turn around and we say, oh, there's 12,000 lost, and, and they split the 12,000 50, 50, 6,000 each. Which we could have done. And, and Ruben's put in, Shimon's put in 10. So we could have done that with both. No problem at all. We're not doing that. Why are we not doing that? So here again by the Gimel, number 5. On the first company they bought the, the shares from. Every partner loses that which he put into it. So so whatever they put in, if it was if it was ten and five in each company, so company A gets gets uh, uh, you know stops trading, Ruben loses his ten, Shimon loses his five. Asheni, Parta Melosis Larishan two and a half thousand So on the first company we don't say that since Shimon was in it for fifty percent of the losses, he should have to pay the difference from his pocket, so that they should literally lose half each, because he's only in it for half the losses, up to the maximum of the amount of money he put in. I'm from the second company. So remember, they put in 15,000, they're selling the shares for 18,000. There's a 3,000 shekel net profit. That they split 50-50. So 1,500 each. 
Now he adds it to his halacha shnemul el kaimus bechol no sorry it's coming in the bottom minute halacha shnemul el kaimus bechol tzchumi amischa kasher mishtatu misva mashkim. This applies in any type of joint venture where where the the people who invest money are themselves mishtatif in it. And each one puts in a different amount of money. Look, they didn't agree up front how it should be split. As long as there's no minuk, what would be the law in such a case? If it wasn't spoken about bechlal, and and uh, one person puts in one amount of money, one person puts in another amount of money, what would happen to property losses if they never spoke about it? And it is. According to money or according to people? According to what the pro rata to what they put in. Right. Contrary to what we're saying here. Contrary to The Shaila is um, if Yidin would make this arrangement without specifying anything at all, would they be able to say the minig is that gets split according to money because that's what I don't know if it's sufficient for a minig. Like, like, like I say, I think I said this last week. If you employ a woman, minastam, the minig is she's entitled to maternity leave, right? That's the minig. Why? Because that's the law. But the law makes the minig, and everyone understands that, and everyone knows that. Is this sufficient uh, that that would be called the minig that would become the default position to override the halacha? Not sure. Sorry. Without the minute, why can't they say it's the swell? Because the rob the world does it. Not, not because it's the minute, but because the, this, I should say, I should think differently. So in a, minute, in a minute, we're going to see why I'm here. So we're going to see a bunch of different reasons. And then we're showing him why we should split 50-50. Just to be crystal clear, this whole shine, this is what you just said now, the last paragraph, I'm not sure if I'm copped it. The, the whole shine is only when both parties are Isaac in the partnership. We're not talking about we have a silent partner but say money. That's, that's a whole different story. So when they're both Isaac in the partnership. Let, let's let's see on the. the oh, that, that's that's your old shayla, your first shayla you began to deal with. When it comes to shares, it's, can you say that, Bechlal? Yeah, but I'm saying, even if it wasn't shares, I mean, they've, done, they've, they've given some money to a fund manager to go and invest it for them. So they're both silent partners, effectively. Yeah, yeah okay. Like I say, I'm, I'm bringing this first to, to, to bring out, and we'll have to go through the, the Mephoshim and Shulam, and then we'll see when we come back to this particular Shaila, if we're so clear that it applies to this way in the Shaila. Let's have a look on the bottom, back on page 3. This Betsim begins in the Gemara. We'll see some of that soon. What's the reason? Chazal went into the mind of the person who's putting in more money, who doesn't specify he wants a larger amount of, of the profits. Why didn't he specify that? Like most people will specify. It goes according to the money. Why didn't he say that? The fact he didn't specify that shows on the contrary, he intends to get split equally between the people. Why? And he does that for a number of possible reasons. Either option one, he thinks his partner 
is more of a grave than a mensch. He's, he's got away with words, he sees ideas, he sees opportunities, he's got contacts, connections. And therefore, Ba'asim, he doesn't mind giving his partner a 50-50 share of the profits, even though his partner's not putting in as much money as him. That's why it has to be because they're working in business. Correct. Now that might change, right? Now these last ones could change whether it's to do with working in the business or not. Because if it's just posh, his muzzle, right? So, so you know, I can buy shares myself, but I know if I buy it with you, I can piggyback your muzzle. You, you've always got a good muzzle. You buy shares and somehow whatever you buy goes up. So I, I want to be on that train. So I'm coming in with you. I, I don't mind that we you know, split rotten of sitting 50-50 because I want to piggyback your muzzle. Or Pasha, I like you and therefore I'm, even though I put in more money than you, I'm happy for us to split it 50-50. So which one is the unusual thing here? Which one is the norm and which one is the exception? All of these are exceptional things. So should he not have said, although normally that's the norm, but... I'm willing to take half-half because you, I think you're about muzzle because I like you, all these things. Why do we say that if he took on himself that he's portion, I'm giving more money and, and I'm going to get less than, 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 than proportion, doesn't make sense. That he, 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 didn't, he, he should have said. And, and, and this he doesn't need to say. I, I would have put in small, it's for cat. Yeah, I, I, I hear the kasha. It's a good kasha. It's kasha on the machine. Uh, I have a cash on the Gemara and a cash on the Sibba that the Rishonim explain. Uh, basically, what you're saying is that, that the way he begins is that most people would do according to the money. So why didn't he specify that that's how he's doing it? So it is, it's one of these reasons. So what you're saying is Fakert. He doesn't specify. When a person doesn't specify, we normally assume that they're doing the norm. And the norm is Taqa the money. So he doesn't need to specify it. Right? Uh, it's a good cash. Um... Right, the person who invests more money, he intentionally does his kavana when he went in, knowing that his partner is putting in less money than him. That's how they talk about for sure, that should be the starting position. As we'll see even though we're saying that just like they split profits 50-50, they have to split the, the losses 50-50 as well. Ulam. If they lose all of the, the money that they put in, then the one who put in less money is Potter from leveling up and providing the difference from his pocket. So that's this very important aloha. Now when partners putting a certain amount of money into a joint venture they don't mind necessarily various different terms terms and conditions that can be agreed between everyone and they're prepared to take that gamble with the money that they're putting in but if you want them to be exposed more than the money they're putting in they've got to sign up for it 
They don't sign up for it. Then, yes, on the money we put in, we might be gambling this way, that way. Maybe it's not according to money. Maybe it's going to the people. Maybe it's going to Faket. Sometimes you find situations where the person's found such an unbelievable chab that the person who puts money in gets less than 50%. You know, there's various different arrangements that, 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 that could be come up with. But in the end of the day, the, the starting position is this money that I put in there, that's what I'm prepared to risk. Nothing more. So I'll risk that, obviously not, I'm risking according to whatever the risk is, not, not Hefka that you can do with it, reckless things. But, but that I don't mind, if it is 50, 50, not 50, but that I should be pay for my pockets, I, I never signed up for that. By the way, this is a, this touches on a very common situation, it's especially common over the last four years. You have numerous different situations especially with um, property ventures, especially with development of property ventures, where there were a lot of moving parts that changed circumstances in a manner that was completely unforeseeable. Right? So you, you have um, people who s- stopped on site and they couldn't build for a period of time because of COVID. Although builders, a lot of them could carry on in COVID, but you had some that, that couldn't. But all that time you were still paying interest on your on your loan. You had situations where materials for building went through the roof um, due to Ukraine, due to various different things that changed and, and all of a sudden when you did your whole question of what makes sense in a building project it's a whole, it's a whole new ballgame. And various other uh, Brexit, various other things that changed, uh, you couldn't get workers after Covid there was a combined effect of Brexit that came along and then Covid, so everyone went home in Covid because why should they stay here if, if in any case they're not working, might as well go back to the countries they come from. And once they're in the countries they come from, they found out it's not so bad, uh, you know, their situation's improved. And they're not so excited to come to a country that doesn't really want them. And, 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 and then all of a sudden we've got no builders and we've got no everything else. So there are lots of different uh, 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 factors which Tucker people couldn't foresee. And you find a situation, and, and we're deviating slightly, but it's very much on this Nakuta. You find a situation where to keep a project viable, New money needs to be injected. Right? And, and, and sometimes in those situations, one should have will turn around to other should have and say, listen here, you know, we all acted together in the best of, you know, best faith and everything else, but, but now we need more money. Are you gonna put in, are you gonna match me? If you've got 50-50 should, are you gonna match me? Or, or, or pro rata according to your shareholding or whatever it may be. And, and in many of those situations, the, the investor turns around and said, well, the deal was, I put in X and you do everything else. So I've done my bit. I've put in my ex. You have to now perform on everything else. So if, unfortunately, everything else is now going to cost you a lot more, and you might have to bring in someone else, that should be diluting your shares, not diluting my shares. Right? And, and you can hear where he's coming from. On the other hand, is that how it goes if there's a force majeure, something that nobody would have thought of before the chalal, and now all of a sudden there's a money that needs to be injected to, to, to save the project? Can one should have just washed their hands of it? You know, it depends. Obviously, there's lots of different uh, variables here. But this this line, which we're just saying now, which is that I, I understand I'm risking the money I'm putting in, but I have not agreed to put in more money. Okay, it might be true that you haven't agreed to put in more money. You might not be chayev to put in more money. And if Yenna loses more than you, you might not be chayev to compensate. But can you still stay the same shutif that you were and Yenna has to put in money, and you don't put in money, or no, then Taki, you can use everything. Because ultimately, you know, imagine our situation, right, if another, you know, simple situation, loan to values, 
uh, change and the banks get itchy and they want to take away the property. So the only way to save it now is pay off another 100,000, 200,000 pounds on the mortgage. Uh, that's, that's what you're going to have to do. So, and this is now a whole new Shiloh. If one should turns around and says, listen, you've got to put in half the money with me or you're out of it. I'll put it in, but then you're out. Right? How? Is that a tiny? Is that not a tiny? Do you have a right just to, just to kick them out in the middle, even though they haven't got the money, but the original deal, they want Mukhu to have the money. So they could say, Echanami, what do you want? So, so if we don't put in money at all, the banks come along and take the property. So as if the property's gone already, and this is where you have Dine Terror, people start saying, Zuta Shalyam, I saved it as if it was Mamish Hefka, and therefore it now belongs to me, etc., etc. If we got paid a pound every time we've heard the last few years, Zuta Shalyam. Right? Uh, um, Okay, and, and, and sometimes yes, sometimes not. But it, it, it's it's a very uh, um, these shines are very very real in today's times, and and, and especially now, with what's happening now with interest rates, uh, it's an pachad, because I have no doubt that that the, the, the you know the situations are only increased. There were many many people who, who wanted a, a big portfolio as quickly as possible because then you get lots of rent. So it's Gewaldic, so, so they borrowed up to the hilt. And the moment that the properties went up in value, they, they increased the mortgages and then went on to the next property, etc., etc., etc. And, and not necessarily in a manner that was considered reckless by those in the field at the time. Um, I'm, I'm not talking about taking out 100% mortgages, I'm talking about, you know, even within whatever. But now, all of a sudden, they're, they're hit with massive, massive uh, interest increases, and a lot of them can't actually hike up their rents you know, to the same level as quickly or whatever it may be. And this is going to happen across the Kehillah. Like you're going to have money that needs to be injected to save to save different projects, different properties. It's already happening now. Um, I myself know of, of, of Gavriam who have been approached by people who look like Gavriam saying that, that either the bank is going to take around property and then I'm going to be left owing them whatever change there is from a fire sale or can you take over my property? And take on the achrayas and whatever, because I, I just can't, I can't pay the rent. And you're talking about people who look as if you know. Uh, so it's it's a, a very very uh, quickly moving uh, situation where where this particular shaila is going to become more and more and more nagir as to what happens when more money needs to be put in and one partner can and one partner can't. And you're going to be the bottom are going to be busy for the next ten years. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, and there are no winners. I mean, is you know, there any? I thought. What is, is there any? Uh, is there any thing to say that the other one should be forced out completely, or just that he'll be his share to looted? He can be looted completely because he hasn't put the extra money in. But he can't turn around and say that you're completely out if you don't put the other money in. No, it depends on the circumstances. Well, then it'd be perfectly reasonably entitled to say no. Then let's split it up now completely. You can't split it up now because because sometimes because then neither will get it. Then we'll both be out. Again, right now, I don't know how much you know about the property market right now, but it's not a good time to sell, no. right? Uh, that the, there are buildings in town which which went for two hundred million that are currently they're trying to sell for forty. Yeah. The, the the you know and offices they they can't find buyers. The, it's, it's so. It, you know, different. It, it's it's a uh, it's a very shaky time. Yeah. So again, I, I'm not answering those shines yet specifically. I'm not sure actually how much I want to go into these shines in Dinitir because we've discovered that that some people like to listen to Shurim and then pick which body they need to go to. Uh, understandably, for you know, for for whatever. So we'll see 
um, um, <laughs> once a case of people came to our bezin because they thought that the, the dynam had a certain position and they were almost like tanning mechatos and they realized actually they were right in general terms but not in this specific case and they almost wanted to say ah do you know who was going to another bezin <laughs> you know it's, it's, you can't do that that's the whole reason we came and, and you see the look of shock as you know Toyin who advised him come to this bezin because this is the, this bezin's position on this point so he thought, right? And, and, and they almost look at him like, you know, uh, so that'll be the next interior, right? And they call, <laughs> and they call the saints, yeah, why do you take us to the Federation? Back upon him. Perhaps we need to put on the webpage here, Jeremy, these are the private views of dying poses. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. Uh, yeah. But him. Um, but this halacha, which we're saying here, is mummish, mummish, Nigella uh, Meister, unfortunately. Moving on. In this particular shayla, where they agreed to buy two shares from two separate companies, and they either bought it themselves, or a broker with a broker, is an agent for them, is a shliach, who's acting on exactly their specific instructions, which shares to buy from which company on a we look at each acquisition of each particular company's shares as a completely separate standalone transaction which has no connection to the purchase of shares in the second company we look at each one as a separate business. It's no different than if they'd invest, uh, take a pot of money together and put half of it into a shoe shop and half of it into a butcher. Uh, no shaykhs, they're two completely separate businesses. You're saying that's because they made the investment decision themselves. So, so go on one second. Yeah. Look, Umar Zayt, however, in Shneim Hayu Noisin the broker, 30,000 shekels, Sheyikno Lehem, Tik Mnais, Hamurka Mnia Achas, and Mimisva Mnias Kafia Evanosi. If they would have come together with a pot of 30,000 shekels, given it to a broker or a fund, as, right, as, right. as happens, Pardon? They said buy a portfolio. Correct. Or they go to one of these uh, 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 wealth funds, whatever it is, and they put in the money and say, you scatter however you think best, according to whatever it may be. So then, and then, of the pot that the portfolio brought, some of them made losses, some of them made revachim, then, then we would have looked at it as one investment, like an investment into a fund across the board, where there were some losses, some, some gains, but it's looked at as one package. Shtemesri shekel, a thousand shekel, he lost two, twelve thousand shekel of the pot of thirty. Then and then they would have each lost six thousand. So it's a very, very interesting, uh, circumstances whereby two people are coming together, one's putting in twenty, one's putting in ten, now those thirty thousand are getting put onto shares, they're left at the end of it with eighteen thousand, and it depends. If they told them by these two companies, then one of them will lose, uh, uh, um, they're left with 18 and then, so we said before, um, one will get 6,500, one will get 11,500. Alternatively, um, they'll each lose 6,000 shekel, and one will be left with 14, and one will be left with 4. 
and it's all tailored on, on this nakuta of whether these two are separate or not. So, so in, in a way, I think this is maybe even the bigger chiddush. Then I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, I, 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 but I'm saying in a way it's maybe a bigger chiddush than the fact they get split fifty-fifty um, because they're each putting in money and then they're taking out money at the end. But how we get there? Um, I'm not sure what will be uh, um, other equivalents. So what would happen if they put it into a company together to buy property? Right? He both put in, one put in £100,000, one put in £200,000, and they're buying little properties up north together and taking out mortgages. And some, the banks come and repossess them, and some, they make a lot of money and they sell it and whatever. How, how would we view it then? From an accounting point of view, it's one company with one set of accounts. And you look at the bottom bottom line, is there sachachol uh, and net profits, or net loss, or gross profit loss, whatever. And that would be the decision. And, and from a stocker point of view, that's a separate discussion. You have to pay only when you withdraw everything or not. But but that but I, I don't believe that on... on it's in a company, and everything is in the name of the company. And I'm not sure what he's saying would apply. And the point here is these shares are in their own names. Right. And so therefore, they're two entirely separate things. So again, so you're, you're saying first of all, if it's in a company, then whose name are the shares in? No, who whose name are the shares of the company in? They each own whatever share in the company. Then, then you've got a question: If I put twenty thousand, you put ten thousand in. Right, but but, 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 everything's in one but when it all in the but company. when it comes to Besden, you, you would be thinking that we won't have the original shiner because we'll just look at how the shares split. Right, that's what, in the yeah, that's what you'll be thinking. Yeah, and where would you be wrong? Because that you'll have the shares all in one person's name for whatever reason it is, but really he was holding for the other. And the shares to what level? Okay, fine, but yeah. that's the ownership of the company. You wouldn't separate out the fact that this one went up and this one went down. Correct. So that's the second shaila. The second shaila, that, that then that that we would look at as, as as one part because they put it together. Uh, I know, just thinking that. If you had in one company and uh, one shop that's a butcher, one shop that, 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 that sells, well, you know, uh, shoes. Yeah, shoes. Um, um, it's still, it's still You'd look at it as different businesses. Would you, you would yeah, you'd be unlikely to have it both in the same company, but if you did, Correct. it would if be you, separate businesses, separate trades. And, and how would you say if you have a, a mother company on top and two subsidiaries, one's a shoe shop, then you would definitely look at it as separate businesses, right? Correct. But all the profits and But but when when there aren't any profits in one company, it's just a complete loss. So there's nothing to go up, right? The money that went in there is lost. So do you have a right to offset that on profits? No. No. Fine. Again. So here, if one put in twenty and one put in ten into that subsidiary. Through the parent company, they put into the parent company. The parent company put twenty, put thirty in there, which means of every pound there's twenty tenth, right? So how 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 would we look at that? What time is mine? Twenty twenty. I thought you still look at the shareholding. How are you going to find it in the parent? Company? Let's say you can't see anything from the shareholding because it's all all in one person's name. We don't know how they split it. You go and find a good old star or deed of trust. Right. You had a net off draw. Right. And you take it out and you look for what happened. And when it hasn't been written yet. 
<laughs> Sorry, excuse me, being silly, I've had two dinateria today already. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not yet seen the deeds of trust. Um, but, 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 it, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I, I'm not, I'm not clear. If you have that property portfolio all in one company, which can happen, right? Um, which of these two we would say do, on the second China, whether you look at each loss separately and you can't put them together, or whether you look at it one thing together, does the fact that it's in a company make it look like one pot? Or, or you know, each property has got its own cheshun of, of, of profits and losses. I, I'm, I'm not clear. I'm talking not clear. Maybe I need to research a bit more uh, if there are any chuvas on, on, on how to look at this, this second China. Also, it depends if any of the shutfim got involved with any of the businesses. Okay, no, it's all right. We, let's say it's one. They're both involved. They're both involved in, in everything. Shop and they're both in yes, everything. Yes, in everything. Let's not talk about shoe shop. Shoe shop, one thing I think I think is separate. But let's talk about taka. They've got a whole portfolio of properties. Is that the same as here giving over a whole pot to one to one broker, or is the nakuda because it's the broker and it's nothing to do with you? We need to we need to move environment more.